0: what's up everybody paflin here and welcome to episode 1122 of Aspat 2.0 and today you're about to listen to an interview between myself and an entrepreneur just like you that's what we do here but today's a little special because we also are interviewing an olympian a former olympian Natasha Watley, who, uh, had gone to the Olympics and is a, just a star in the world of softball. And she's on today. Like she reached out to me, like, I just, uh, I'm so, I'm sorry. Whew. I don't know. There's just something about speaking to somebody who just, you know, mentally is at such a high level. And it's like, no, wait, that's what I'm supposed to offer others. It's like, you know, let me help you with your mental game. So this person, Natasha, who I researched after and just impresses me so much. Plus, our interview just impressed me about, about her because she wants to do so much to help so many people, so many young ladies out there in all different kinds of ways. And, you know, we're, we're a little bit worried because she could definitely make it easy on herself to spread herself thin. And we don't want to do that. We want to be very diligent. We want to be very conscious. We want to be very purposeful with where we put our time, with where we put our energy and who, who we can help and how. So, you're actually going to hear me today with Natasha. I offer her a couple exercises, thought experiments to help us navigate some of these different options that we might have. So make sure you sit back, listen in. She is still a coach for softball in Japan. She has online courses to help more young ladies. Plus she has a nonprofit and she wants to do other things to help speak and and, and inspire others too. Just an incredible woman. And I'm excited to introduce her to you today. If you don't know who she is already, natashawatley.com. Here she is. Natasha, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks so much for being here today.
1: Thanks so much for having me. Excited for this. Thank you.
0: I'm excited too and if you could help us understand a little bit more about you and what you do, that that'd be great.
1: Yes. So I am a two-time Olympian in the sport of softball and I recently retired. I shouldn't say recently, well, 4 years ago. And I have now tried to figure out a way to still impact young ladies and families in the sport, knowing that I don't want to coach on the ground and and do all those things. So I've created an online course in a specific small niche inside softball, which is a certain skill. And I I teach that online. Mm. Um, I do several other things. I do currently coach in Japan, uh, a team that I played for. So trying to transition away from that. um, I have a nonprofit. I just do a million things and just trying to figure out the best way to impact people, but also do the things that I love and create time and space for myself.
0: Wow. Awesome. Well, first of all, that's, that's super cool. Like I feel really honored to have an Olympian on the show. That's kind of, kind of amazing. Um, Where can people see your brand like what's the website in case people yeah. are interested
1: so it's natasha Um, that's my website and my i'm all over social instagram and facebook and natasha Watley 29
0: cool what's this skill i'm curious that you teach that it's like your superpower
1: so my superpower it's called slap hitting so if you've ever watched softball and watched a young lady like run through the box so it's called slap hitting it's a technique and it's it's not really, uh, it's not something that you would see in baseball. It's definitely a softball thing. The dimensions are shorter. So it's pretty much putting pressure on defenses. And that's what I teach. That's so, my, that's my superpower.
0: I love it. I love it. And I love that you've sort of niched down into that. Okay. So you have a lot of things going on. Tell yeah. me a little bit about what's on your mind. What's the struggle yeah. and how can I help you?
1: So it's kind of twofold. I, I guess I wanted your um, help with the online part, but I think just think would be more beneficial to me is the overall thing. I feel like I'm spreading myself super thin, just trying to do all the things. I definitely want to stay in the game. Impacting young girls is a passion, but I really want to not limit myself just to the softball world. I recently, I, I've done it. I did a TED talk recently and like that sparked a moment where I would like to speak to broader audiences. And it's just hard because I don't want to lose my touches with softball, but also like, you know, if I transition or pivot, how do you do that simultaneously? Can you do both? Can you still have a presence in your small niche and try to have a broader audience? And am I doing too much?
0: Great. This is, and thank you for setting that up. And first of all, I think it's very awesome that you want to make this impact and use what you've already created to help uh, other girls. And I think, I think that's just tremendous. And mm-hmm. I can completely understand because I have similar goals related to education and kids. You know, I have all this business stuff going on. How can I even begin to start thinking about or even getting the time to do that? And so what I was going to do first, but you've already done it, was because there's a lot of people who feel very similarly, but they just don't know if that's what they really want. They have an idea mm-hmm. of that's what they want but you've already had this TED talk you've gotten a little bit of a taste and 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 you're like this is exciting to me you mentioned something really interesting which was like you just don't want to lose touch with softball and i think we need to define what that means for you exactly or how much softball do you need for you to feel like you are still in touch? Because if we don't define what that is, you'll never know. And it's just kind of always going to be there in the back of your mind. And it might not be until you're unhappy that you figure it out. I want to figure this out ahead of time. So when you when you say that you want to have softball still in your life, what does that mean exactly?
1: Gosh, that's the hardest question. I think... For me, having a young lady say, you know, Natasha helped me achieve my goals. I mean, I think that extent of it. So what that looks like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. For me, softball has like pretty much given me my whole entire life. So I feel indebted to it. So like, it's hard to even say like what that would look like. And I know that's obvious. I just, I don't even know how to articulate that. Like, what would that look like? I can't define it.
0: And that's okay. I, I, sorry to put you on the spot there, but... (laughs) Um, hopefully that just kind of helps define where we need to start thinking, at least. Yeah. Um, because if you don't define that, then how do we know what to do? How do we know right. what's too much, what's too right. little? And I'm not expecting we come up with you know a, a specific definition of you know 20 hours a week and or right. this many girls saying this thing to me. It, it's not even it's not even that. It's right. it's it's impact also plus what would make you happy. And the way that I love to think about this is to think about the future. And so to come up with different scenarios, like what if scenarios and actually play them out in our heads to go, well, what if I spent half my time coaching softball online and half my time speaking around the world and doing these other things to help impact girls outside of softball and just going, what would a day look like? What would, what would my work look like? How would that be? And once you start to play out these scenarios, you can go, okay, well, there's that. That's what. Well, that's what that might look like. Let's try another scenario. What if I never did anything to impact people outside of the softball space? How would I? How would I feel? And a year from now, you know, you're all in on softball. Do you still have that itch? Do you still feel unfulfilled? And if so, then you're like, okay, I don't want. That's that's not the way to go. So it must be somewhere in between, and you can start to sort of hone in. And what then happens is it at least gives you a place to start to try things. It's when we try to try things without any sort of guidance or, or barriers or constraints that we just are all over the place, right? But it's also impossible to go, okay, I have the plan now, let's do it. Like, it's not gonna get to that point either. And maybe we can just walk through one of those right now and it might just take some internal thinking of, well, okay, what if I made this decision? What, what would that look like? Let's say it was like split 50-50, our first scenario, mm-hmm. and you were helping girls with softball online, but you were also, doing you know a a talk every other month uh somewhere around the world like yeah how is life at that point what is life like for you is is it fulfilled is it still something missing tell me a little bit about it
1: i think that that's that's huge i mean even 50 50 seems fair like that would make me happy at least i know that i'm speaking to a broader audience because that's what i feel like i have in me to be able to relate and touch people outside of softball. So that feels awesome. And then also knowing that still I'm impacting girls through the sport and helping grow the sport because ultimately that's my passion. So that feels good. That feels great. And, but it's just kind of, I think where I get caught up, it's like, you know, obviously that's, you said that we wouldn't figure that out today, but defining like what that 50, 50 was, but in theory, yes, that feels really good.
0: Well, that's great. That's a starting point. So we can go a little bit deeper. Let's say some of your time, half of it, if you will, and it's never going to be exact, obviously, and it'll change. But let's say you spent more time than you are now with impacting lives of of young girls outside of softball, mm-hmm. and you have this TED Talk as sort of a baseline, foundational thing. If you had a magic wand and it, it, you were impacting girls in the way you wanted to, and it was it was very very impactful, what would that be for you? Is that traveling to talk on stages and how often? Or is it, oh my gosh, I'm traveling every every month and I don't want to do that. We can start to kind of hone in on that now.
1: You're right, well, and that's the thing. I just spent the last 30 years traveling around the world playing softball. So like on the big scale, like it's like, yes, I want this big, you know, thing to speak to a broader audiences. And when I say broader audiences, it's not just girls, I'm thinking women. That feels good. But when you say the whole travel part, then that's where I like, I start to like, okay, like, do I really want that Tosh? Like time, you know, what we all talk about time, like time mm-hmm. is so important. I just spent the last 30 years playing softball.
0: Yeah, and traveling and, and traveling, yeah. You know, and, and, and you yeah. deserve some time for yourself as well. Like, don't forget about that too. Right, right. So when it comes to the travel thing, I mean, I think again, we're, we're, now we're focused on the outside of softball impactful mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. within that, now we're playing some more thought experiments. Like we can start to go, well, I don't want to travel. And you can start to create those rules and that's okay. You need that because if you did and felt forced to travel all the time, it wouldn't fulfill you. And likely you would wake up and not wanna do it anymore. So that's great that we're discovering this now. So what we could do is then, okay, if I'm unable to, or I'm defining that I don't want to more than once or twice a year go and speak somewhere and travel, how might I still have that impact? And we can start to focus on that. So how, how might you still, or what 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 are some ideas that you might have to continue to be there in, uh, for them?
1: Great question. <laughs> um, I mean, I I think about, I mean, obviously writing a book would be awesome just to be able to have touches with people. Mm-hmm. Even if it were, I'm, I've always dreamt of having my Oprah moment and having a show or something like that. So maybe if it were something like, Something online where it was being able to create content that was built around that. I just don't know what that would look like. But those are things that come to mind first.
0: That's great. And we, again, we don't have to know what they look like yet. Okay, It's just, this is what I want it to do. And this is kind of the way I want to do it versus yes. what most people do. And I, you, you were already starting to think about it. It's like, well, what would that show be like? <laughs> What's the name of the show gonna be? Yeah, right, right. Like that—that that stuff comes later. We, we're we're creating bigger, more general sort of constraints right now, and and this is fantastic. Like, are you feeling okay with kind of ha- where I'm taking this?
1: Yeah, no, this is great. I mean, questions that I just haven't been able to ask myself. So this is awesome. Yeah.
0: So a book that sounds amazing. A show of some sorts. Tell yeah. me more about this show. What's I I watch or listen to the show? Yeah. What am I hearing?
1: Well, I. I love people who have reached excellence in some form, you know, Mm -hmm. and being able to highlight that. I think it's always great for people to hear how people were able to reach success because people were able to do it in so many different ways. I mean, I think from having an athletic background, I think it's much different to hear how a business person has succeeded, how um, just people have succeeded in their different niches. And I think that to me is interesting, and being able to highlight that um, I'm a woman of color, so I, I think that would be like a great angle just to mm-hmm. maybe either hear other success stories of other women of color. Um, for sure, I'm all over the place. That's so. great.
0: Okay, let, let's let's keep role playing here. I see that you've had this show now for two years, mm-hmm. and it's getting an audience, mm-hmm. and it's only become successful because you've been consistent with it and it's like every week it comes out. And And again, we don't even know the form of it right now, but mm-hmm. two years from now, you know, every week a new show has to come out. Does that excite you? Does that scare you? Is that, no,
1: that overwhelming? Sounds, that sounds fun. Like to me, that sounds like exciting and fun.
0: Good. Okay. That's yeah. great. We validated that. Now let's talk more about the show. How are you imagining these guests coming on and, and 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 people watching and getting value is this a and now we can start get to get a little bit into the to the mm-hmm. details now is this a podcast that you're hosting is this do you imagine yourself on on video
1: mm, i like the video
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, i like being in front of a person if that were able to happen but obviously that i mean i okay we're not getting to there but i'm like that just probably might not be realistic all the time but I would like to actually visually see a person and like being in studio would be awesome. That would be huge.
0: (laughs) That'd be really cool. That that's like pro level too, right? It's like, I know you, you, you play at the pro level and uh, you know, whatever you put your mind into, obviously you're going to do a great job with it. Um, okay. A studio that's exciting. So, uh, and there's like studios exist, you could run them out and there's people that you could get to help you with, with that sort of stuff you can even have like seasons, you can batch them, you know, you can record like three or four shows in one day. That way you're not like every week kind of having to go in there. It allows for a little bit more room and you can schedule your guests to come fly to you, or maybe you go to events and bring a camera person with you to capture them where they're at. And there's a lot of things you can do there. And, um, it sounds like this is, this is getting you excited.
1: Yes, I love it. I mean, living out, I live out—I could live out my Oprah dreams, like. <laughs> Oprah dream
0: <too. laughs> and you know, everybody can be that person because everybody attracts their own tribe. Everybody's different. Everybody has their own superpowers, and everybody has their own personality. That you know, some people would prefer you over Oprah, for example, right? Um, and 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 it's only when you put yourself out there that can, can you attract that. To me, it sounds like. This is some sort of brand that comes out of this with your name on it, whether it's, you know, your personal brand or some sort of movement, for example, that is led by you. That's kind of where I see this this going, because I, you had mentioned a book, which is which yeah. is a very impactful thing that can get shared and spread a word, a message, mm-hmm. the show, which now you being the leader can connect people and inspire and... I don't think we have to even consider what else because new opportunities will come as a result of all that.
1: Right. And I mean, does it get confusing if like I'm still having touches teaching young girls how to slap hit? Do you know what I mean? Like that's where I'm like, are you able to do all these things and still have these touches? You know, I don't know. Sure.
0: Like, or, so, or, or, I yeah. and again, we, we haven't played on the other side of it yet. Right. right. Um, but it sounds like you have an online course and, and you, you mm-hmm. are still able to and capable of helping and serving that community where where it might get interesting is if I start to ask you questions like if somebody finds your show and then discovers that you have courses helping girls learn softball skills what's the story you're telling yourself about that person who discovers that
1: Ooh, like she's not the person she's not necessarily speaking to me because she's just speaking to young girls like she may not be my person
0: possibly so that's one way to look at it and my job is to take these stories that we tell ourselves and flip them for people. Mm-hmm. And so I can I can also imagine somebody going, "Oh my gosh, Natasha is this incredible leader. I didn't even know she has this community of of girls who follow her for her softball stuff." And that's that's so cool. Like, and, and and that's what people would say. Oh, Natasha, yeah, her show, she also has this thing where she helps people with softball because she was an Olympian softball player and she's still involved in that community and she just cares so much about them. Yeah. Like people, again, are going to gravitate toward you for you. And if they go, oh, softball, like that's not my thing, then they're not your people. That's a huge part of your life. And just like how... Back to the Future is a huge part of my life, right? And yeah. and people know that and they 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 talk about that and they remember that. And whenever they see Back to the Future on TV, they're like, oh yeah, Pat Flynn, that's like his favorite movie, right? Yeah. So I can imagine people watching your show, getting involved with you and, and, and building a relationship with you online and getting inspired by you, maybe even trying softball for the first time as yeah. a result of that, or seeing softball on ESPN and going, oh yeah, Natasha, like that reminds me of her
1: never even thought of it like
0: that so don't feel like they they have to be separate either
1: right right and that's where i just get so tripped up in my head like you know like what we just talked about seems so big and huge and it's like and i hate to say it like this and the only way to just articulate it but you know softball obviously is like my easy touch it's my low-hanging fruit so to speak you know in terms of using my knowledge and putting that back out there in the world right the tv show and and all those things it just is like such a left turn And it seems so big and it just seems like... It doesn't have to
0: be big. It doesn't have to be complicated.
1: Right.
0: I would just advise that whatever you choose to spend your time on in that realm, if it were simple, what would it look like? Just make it that. It's going to be difficult. I promise you because you, you are an Olympian. You are a pro level. Everything is pro. Everything is calculated. But when you step into the personal branding space and you start to create shows and create content you can't calculate the results as well as you could with like sports. And I know in sports, you never kind of really never know what happens sometimes, but it's even less so when you're putting yourself out there and, and, and building a brand and attracting people who just may or may not find you or, 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 you know, it's just, it just, it, you have to be okay with being less perfect on that side of things.
1: Yeah. I love it. I mean, it just, it would make me happy. It would be definitely a challenge, and that's one of the things I said when I retired: is I want to be challenged in different ways. So, I feel like that would be that would make me happy. That would that would be being able to reach a um, our, broader, our broader audience.
0: I think it also again it's it's to me they're they're almost they're not like a hundred percent directly related, but they kind of are. And I remember I used to do drum corps, which is like super nerdy marching bands without woodwinds, <laughs> and it was just like a cult thing. Right, and when you're 21, that's your age out year. Like when you turn 21, you can't be in it anymore. And it's just like you you lose those those feelings of what it was like to be in a team and in a group and perform and and win and lose together and all that sort of stuff. And I, and we had nothing to do at like there was no way for us to get inspiration from anybody to stay connected or keep going. And this almost provides a, like a stage two for people, right? right? And and I think that's so beautiful,
1: right? you know, that's super helpful. Yeah. I mean, it's just good to hear that because obviously I'm thinking like, you know, you can't do the you can't do both. And they probably would be uh conflicting, you know, doing trying to speak to kids and then trying to speak to a broader audience in general. So
0: Yeah. That's huge. Cool, Natasha. A lot, we would kinda of went deep there for a little bit. But <laughs> um sometimes we gotta do that and uh just wanna encourage you and support you and, and wish you all the best and For right now, where can people go to learn more from you?
1: Yeah, you can go to NatashaWatley.com or you can go to my Instagram, Twitter, or both at NatashaWatley29.
0: You're amazing, Natasha. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for being so open and and vulnerable here. And I just want to wish you all the best.
1: Thank you so much for your help and your time. Thank you, Pat.
0: Thank you. All right, I hope you enjoyed that coaching call with myself and Natasha Watley from Natasha Watley. That's W-A-T-L-E-Y. Dot com. Natasha, you're amazing. Thank you so much for listening to the show, for submitting an application. Just really, really stoked to chat with you. And, you know, I want to apologize earlier. I got a little too excited for having an Olympian on the show. And honestly, every single person who's come on the show has been incredible in all different kinds of ways. And I'm just very thankful for the opportunity to chat with everybody. And I hope I get a chance to chat with you too. So if you actually submit an application, just like Natasha did at askpat.com, you might get selected and we can have a chat today on the show too. And I promise you I'm here to help. And I'm, I'm just excited for the opportunity to continue to do this. And I do this for free because I love it. Uh, we're also doing some fun website reviews on my YouTube channel. Just look me up, Pat Flynn. And just, I just want to give back. It's, uh, you know, my life, I just feel like so many great things have happened and I want to pay it forward. And I hope that y'all can can understand why I do what I do. And if you wanted to do me one quick favor, just hit up Ask Pat on Apple Podcasts and leave a quick review and let me know what you think of the show. An honest review would be appreciated. And of course, hit subscribe if you haven't already. And then finally, I just wanna ask you to have an amazing day because you're incredible. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace.